Are you trying to stay up to date on crypto events? Well, you're in luck because we have another cryptocurrent for you right here, right now on The Cryptocracy. Welcome back, Cryptocrats. We are bringing you this week's episode of Current Events having to do with all things crypto. So I'm joined by the one and the only Crypto Corey. How are you? Hey, I'm hanging in there. You're hanging in there, aren't we all? Yeah, crazy weeks. Crazy weeks. So we've got some pretty crazy stories Yeah, that you all have probably... Crypto is dead. Is it? Yeah, this is our last podcast. We're out. Oh, yeah. This is okay. We you will never hear from us again. If that's the big announcement. Is that this is our last crypto yeah, podcast? Last ever. crypto podcast. I don't even know why we're doing this because uh, we don't make any money. We don't make any money off of it. In fact, we're losing money because crypto is so bad right now. Well, we've had to downsize our studio. Too. Yeah, that's right. We're in the smallest possible space that there is. Well, let's jump into the specifics of why crypto is down first off the ftx meltdown this is something that everybody has probably already heard about yeah if you're if you're into crypto at all even if you're not into crypto you have to have heard about the ftx meltdown and it's a shame that we record every other week because last week would have been the week to do uh, a cryptocurrent um i basically ftx one of the uh i think at the time probably one of the most admired exchanges it wasn't an exchange that i used um, but a lot of people were using it because it had a lot of celebrities endorsing it, Super Bowl commercials. In fact, I it had a uh, a deal with uh, one of the one of the NFL teams. I think it had a stadium named uh, FTX Stadium, which uh, they took down last week. We'll have to look it up and see which which stadium it was. Um, and then and and uh, here's a funny story. There's a Chinese uh, r- restaurant that I I like eating at, and they've got really good kung pao chicken. And when you get your fortune cookie, you crack it open, and on one side is a fortune, on the other side is an advertisement for FTX. So uh, they've had you know pretty big uh, penetration into the market. They were holding billions of assets, and apparently. Um, SBF, Sam Bankman. I like to call him Sam Bankman Fried. I think his last name is Freed or, or, or something like that. Uh, but SBF for short, basically took around $8 billion out of uh, FTX and, and put it into his uh, other company, Alameda Research. And they bought a bunch of stuff and lost it. Um, so then they were insolvent. And what they were doing, my understanding is, is they were taking the, the FTT token, which is the FTX token. They were just printing that, or I guess, uh, minting uh, those tokens and using them as collateral uh, to borrow money with. Um, so basically, they were doing what uh, governments do, uh, just making, making... It became the thing they swore to destroy. And yeah, it, it became fiat. And... Um, a lot of people lost a lot of money. So it was a pretty wild week. So crypto has just taken a huge nosedive. Um, a lot of people out there are, are calling for crypto to be dead or to be heavily regulated. Um, I think crypto is neither dead nor will it be um, heavily regulated. I think that there'll be what there'll be is what we'll end up with is regulations on on uh, U.S. exchanges and, and probably some foreign exchanges. Um 
Some, is that a is that a good thing in your eyes or um yes and no here's the problem whenever you have a situation where where people can print their own money they will do it it doesn't matter whether it's a government it doesn't matter whether it's a company and it doesn't matter whether it's sbf himself if if people can print money and get away with it um they will they will do it and uh, th- there, there will be this this type of uh, fraud take place, and so if you're going to have an exchange where where people are expecting some sort of governmental controls around, then I think that we'll get some sort of regulation that will say, hey, you've got to have proof of funds, um, you've got to have audits uh, that show that you're not doing something uh, shady, and um, I, yeah, so I think it's coming, but but can you regulate crypto itself? I, I you know, I don't know how they would do that or, or what shape that might take. But I do think that where government fiat meets crypto, the on-ramp and the off-ramp on the exchanges, I do expect those to be, uh, to be regulated. That's interesting. Pretty sad. Yeah. A lot of people lost a lot yeah. of money. So um, I keep most of my crypto in my own wallets. Um, and that you, protects you from this kind of thing, right? It does, but like our good friend that we both have who lost his seed phrase and then somehow uh, wiped his phone and didn't have a backup of his um, of his wallet, uh, he's basically lost all of his all of his crypto. Um, it's not worth much right now, but well, I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's not worth much right now. But I basically, he wrote a seed phrase down on a piece of paper and stuck it in a in a dresser drawer. And his mom came in and cleaned out his room and and uh, uh, threw away his paper. <laughs> And then for some reason he decided to reset his phone and wiped it. And I think he he got a new phone. Yeah, he got a new phone, and then, and then he wiped it. And then when he started thinking about crypto, he's like, "Oh crap! How do I recreate this wallet?" So if you're gonna if you're going to um, be the custodian of your own uh, crypto assets, you need to take you know you need to be educated and and uh, take certain precautions so that you don't lose your um you don't you don't lose all your your seed phrases or accidentally wipe out your, your wallet. So I keep uh, handwritten copies of my seed phrases, uh, keep them in a safe. And then I have an electronic copy uh, in an undisclosed location. And I also have a backup phone uh, with uh, that's not connected to the internet incidentally at all. uh, But that has the wallet uh, on it as well. Wait, how does it work if it's not connected to the internet? So basically I took my old phone and pulled the SIM card out and um, just left it. I fired up uh, every every other month. Um, I have a little reoccurring task to fire it up, make sure that the phone comes on, and go in there and uh, make sure that I can still open up the the app. So, um, but I, I I don't. I can connect it uh, to the internet through through Wi Fi, um, but okay. I just I don't use it to do any transactions or or anything. It just sits in a drawer. Um, so between that, my my other. Uh, uh, computers and you know my safe. I've got uh, several several backups, and that's really what you have to do if you're gonna if you're gonna um, self custodian your your crypto. Um, but when when it comes to uh, trying to sell your crypto, uh, I use I try to use a, a DeFi platform. Um, but if I need to turn it into U.S. dollars, I I have to use an exchange. Um, there's just not many places you can go to to get U.S. dollars. I don't recommend um, keeping your money on an exchange, but I do recommend using an exchange if you're going to if you're going to cash out. But um, 
you know, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't be sitting with a lot of money on, on any exchange anywhere. Um, as these people learned a really tough, uh, lesson. Yeah. It's a, it's an unfortunate one. Is this the, this isn't the first. No, there's been all sorts exchange of exchange failure. No, seen, there's been right? all sorts of exchanges that, that have failed. There's been exchanges that have been hacked. There's been exchanges that have failed. Um, FTX, I think is probably the biggest one and the most public. And the one that I think people trusted the most um, because it just had so many celebrity endorsements, which, again, do your own research. Celebrities don't make an exchange great. Um, yeah, Matt Damon isn't going. I guess he wasn't for FTX. but I, I can't remember what Matt Damon was. I thought it was you had the commercial with Larry David. Coinbase, wasn't it? I, I, I can't remember. Or Crypto.com? I don't remember. Yeah, was it Crypto.com? Yeah, you had, you had the commercial with Larry David in it uh, for FTX. You had... Um, uh, Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank, uh, Kevin O'Leary saying, hey, you know, FTX is an exchange that is super safe and, um, you, you know, was was an endorser of FTX. So, so, you mean, you had a lot of people who who had a lot of faith in FTX, but it, it just goes to show when when you have someone who can has access to your money and basically doesn't have a lot of uh, scruples, um, you're going to, you know, come out short in the end so very it's a dangerous game yeah very tragic so it's it's wrecked havoc on the crypto markets um again this isn't the end of crypto we have several stories that we're going to go through and we're going to talk about some of the things that are going on crypto is not dead crypto is not over we really aren't quitting the podcast um we're we're still investing in fact i'm i'm looking to enter into another ethereum position um there are some analysts who, th- who think ethereum will get down as low as 800 maybe as low as 400 you know, three to $400. And if that's the case, I'm a, I'm a buyer and I'm a believer. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Crypto Corey is going to put his money where his mouth is. Crypto is not dead. Crypto is life. Crypto is life. All right. Well, let's jump into our next story. Um, Peter Schiff, the gold bug. Yeah. Peter Schiff, Says he, that speaking of crypto being dead, he thinks crypto is extinct. Yeah. So let's hear his side of Peter the story. Peter Schiff is extinct. Is he? Yeah. How he, old is he? He's I don't know. He's, he's probably not that his, old. No, he's probably in his sixties, maybe in his seventies. Um Peter Schiff is a uh, dinosaur investor. Um he's a gold bug, uh person who believes in precious metals. And I have nothing wrong, uh you know, you know, I have nothing against precious he, metals. He's fifty nine. He's a lot younger than I thought he was. He's not much older than me. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm a dinosaur. He, uh, he, he's big into investing in gold uh, and silver, uh, in particular gold. Um, that's his claim to fame. Uh, he doesn't like crypto. He thinks crypto is junk. Um, and he would be right in many instances. There is a lot of crypto out there that is bad. And I have nothing against precious metals. I personally am a silver collector. Um, I collect silver, silver coins. Um at this stage in my life, more as a as a hobby uh, than than an investment. Um, but I but I love silver coins and will continue to uh, collect them. Um, but I think that in in terms of a a monetary asset, um, I just think you can't you can't beat crypto. And I think that crypto has outperformed gold and will continue to outperform gold. And yes, crypto was wildly volatile, and it is it is up you know, crazy amounts and then down crazy amounts. And a lot of people are getting burned because they're out there trading with leverage or, or they get burned in, in, in the FTX uh, meltdown. 
But, um, you know, as for Peter Schiff saying that this is not a crypto winter, it's a crypto ex- extinction, he's absolutely incorrect. And uh, like I said earlier, we'll, we'll go through some more stories um, to, to illustrate why uh, we think that, that crypto is, is going to survive. All right, let's go to our next story. Elliptic analysis. So this is talking about FTX again. So we're going to kind of circle back. So elliptic analysis, and and can you explain who they are? Yeah, so elliptic is a big, um, they're, they're like a, a uh, they're kind of like a cyber security, uh, cyber crimes firm that, that looks into crypto. Um, so they do blockchain analysis. They do... Um, uh, they, they do forensics on the blockchain. Uh, I think JP Morgan is a, is a big investor in them, uh, which is funny because Jamie Dimon said that, you know, crypto is, is junk and, um, JP Morgan is heavily invested in crypto infrastructure, which is one of the reasons why I think crypto is, is, is not dead. Um, yeah, but Elliptic says that the, they think that that $477 million worth of crypto was stolen. So in the midst of all this, uh, FTX collapse, uh, first, it was the uh, the foreign FTX, uh, not the U.S. FTX, but it it went down hard and and declared that it was insolvent. But SBF was on Twitter saying, "Hey, but FTX in the United States is perfectly solvent. Nothing's wrong. Everything's awesome. Uh, total lie." Uh, then FTX U.S. went down, and then by that Friday, uh, SBF um, resigned and. Uh, I think he resigned in the morning and then by the afternoon, uh, someone was in there moving all of the crypto, just draining wallets right and left out of FTX. Um, that's horrible. It's, it's, I don't know why I'm laughing a little bit. It just, it's, it was just, a, it was almost, uh, like watching a movie unfold, uh, in front of, of my eyes as you would watch the, the Twitter timeline stream by and people are saying, oh my gosh, uh, uh, everyone's announcing that their crypto wallets are now at, zero crypto is moving we can see millions of dollars of ethereum and uh, you know hundreds of different uh, tokens are being uh, exchanged for ethereum and i think the the hacker personally i think it was an inside job i think uh, there's no way that someone gained root access to ftx and compromised all those wallets across all those different cryptocurrencies and then was able to, to trade them out that fast i think it was an inside job um uh, I could be wrong, but I I just think it was an inside job. Anyways, this this attacker now has the the thirty fifth largest Ethereum wallet. Um, good luck trying to spend those coins because there's going to be uh, a lot of eyes on that wallet. So I don't know if they'll actually get away with it. Um, so, but but just watching this in real time, uh, you know, just people saying, "Hey, uh, my wallet's at zero. All this crypto is moving out of FTX after they." declared bankruptcy um and then people were starting to say hey you need to delete the ftx app off your phones immediately because there was an update that someone pushed out from inside that had a virus in it um so i mean it was just uh that's part of the reason why i think it was an inside job there was disgruntled employees who lost millions of dollars um sbf just basically cheated them a lot of them were compensated in ftt tokens which are now pretty much worthless or they were um, they were taking their money and investing it back into the company to get a re- a yield on on their money. All of their money is gone. Everyone who worked at FTX, pretty much who had their money in FTX, is completely hosed. 
And so I just think, you know, a bunch of uh, uh, disgruntled employees put a virus in, in the FTX app. Um, uh, so people were, you know, saying you need to delete the app off your phone. And then there was, supposedly was a virus on the website. So you couldn't even go to the FTX website without getting infected. So, I mean, it was just a really crazy uh, ride for a few days there. So, yeah, one of the, in my opinion, one of the biggest uh, events in crypto uh, to date, uh, bigger than the Mount Gox uh, hack, which was uh, which was which, a pretty, that was pretty big. Wasn't that was it? huge. I I think in terms of um, public knowledge, public uh, awareness, uh, people who were affected, uh, I think you'll see that this far exceeded Mount Gox. That's so insane to me. It's a uh, truth is stranger than fiction. In this case, that's what it made me think. Truth of. is stranger than fiction. It's like a evil villain story almost. Maybe ah, that's kind of extreme, but I don't know. Wild. I I mean, we'll we'll see if SBF is able to to keep himself out of jail. I mean, when when they unwind this thing, I think they're going to see that there was some pretty bad. Uh, Activities taking place and a lot of lying uh, th- that was going on. Yeah, so stay tuned. I'm sure we'll hear more about that is what I'm trying to say. Oh, it's not going away anytime soon. Yeah, it's not going away anytime soon. All right, well, let's go to our, uh, one of our, our second favorite person that we like to talk about, uh, Janet Yellen. Yellen's Yellen. Treasury Secretary. Um, again, this is kind of on the FTX collapse. So she says that the FTX collapse shows weaknesses of entire crypto sec- sector so and then the fed's brainerd pushes for strong regulation yeah so this is a this is an interesting take if if you're if you're just casually observing what's going on and you're looking at at crypto and you really don't understand it or haven't invested in it or, or used it and you hear people keep saying hey only criminals use it it's only used for drug deals and for ransom money um and the the whole uh, system is corrupt, and then you see FTX collapse, uh, take multiple billions of dollars uh, with it, people's life savings, and um, the and then and then the crypto market itself uh, collapse on top of that, um, and have a huge sell off, which is still you know today hasn't recovered from and probably won't for a little while, and will probably continue to sell off a, a little bit more. Um, you would say, yeah, absolutely, crypto is. Uh, is just a complete hot mess and someone needs to go in there and straighten it out. Well, crypto itself isn't a hot mess. What's a mess is greedy people doing exactly what the government does, taking a company, robbing from the people who have invested in it, and then printing their own tokens, uh, another form basically uh, just as bad as fiat, using that as collateral to uh, borrow funds uh, that people had on deposit, and then um, make some really risky investments with it and then lose $8 billion. That's what happened. SBF, uh, FTX and SBF were acting like the governments. They were doing the exact same things that the government's doing, stealing from people, printing money. Um, So, you know, they really need to point the finger back at themselves and say, oh, hey, this whole FTX thing uh, is them acting like us. Uh, Maybe we should go in there and regulate them so they can't act like us us and so yeah uh, i think exchanges are probably going to get regulated but that has nothing to do with bitcoin that has nothing to do with ethereum it has to do with where people were putting their money as an investment 
and buying these services. So that's like saying if if Walmart did something shady uh, and going in there and pointing to all the products that Walmart sells and say, this whole industry is corrupt. All these shirts and shoes and Wonder Bread. groceries. Yeah, Wonder Bread is all, it's a mess. We need to regulate Wonder inherently Bread. Inherently corrupt. It's inherently corrupt. No, the store was corrupt. Um, but crypto isn't. Uh, crypto is an electronic uh, computer program that runs. It is neither good nor bad. Uh, it is it is just a tool, and that's it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that you're going to see a big push for regulation. I don't think there's any way to get out of it. Um, but it's not. This is not crypto's fault. This is this is uh, a greedy, spoiled uh, brat's fault. Yep. Couldn't have said it better myself. Kind of a a sad episode. Yeah, it's not too exciting, unfortunately. Yeah, it's but. it's been a bit of it's been a bit of a downer. Um, you know, I I personally uh, wasn't affected. I know you weren't affected. Um, DeFi Dave and uh, Blockbeard, Blockbeard. Uh, you know, none of us were affected because we just we just don't we never used the FTX exchange. It just wasn't our thing. Um, we haven't been putting our money into exchanges and getting, you know, trying to get 9% returns. Usually when, when returns are that high, they're, they're too good to be true. Um, and in this case they, they were, um, so, you know, we weren't, none of us were, were personally affected. We didn't get any spyware or malware from, from any of these, uh, malicious apps. Um, but it is sad that there were a lot of people who, who lost a lot of money. And so, um, you know, w- we used to say quite a bit on our on our show, uh, particularly when, when we would talk about different cryptocurrencies, uh, that this is not uh, financial advice. Do your own research. Um, but I I I want to make a a passionate plea to you. There there isn't a lot of successful get rich quick schemes out there. Um, you 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 could take all your money. And you could go to Vegas and you could uh, play roulette. And I think, I don't know, it pays out like 20 to one or a hundred to one or something crazy like that. And, and, and you might, you might get lucky. Um, You could, you could play the lottery and put hundreds of dollars into into that. Um, You could go with your, your uncle Fred's uh, crazy investment idea where he's guaranteeing you that you're going to make, you're going to make 10 times your money. Um, you can listen to the people on the radio who tell you, you know, to invest in this and, or, or when you're on, on YouTube and they come out and say, I've made $80,000 on, on Amazon. And let me show you how I do it. Well, how have the Lamborghini that they rented. Yeah. Or have the Lamborghini that that they rented, how they're making money is selling their scam to you. Uh, not from making $80,000 on Amazon. And if they were making $80,000 on Amazon, they're probably not going to tell everybody about it because why would they give their secrets away? Um, the, the, you know, these get rich quick things, they, they just don't exist. And so if you're, if you're looking to make some money, crypto is a great investment, but please don't take money that you need right now, or even in the next couple of years, please do not take your retirement and put it into crypto. Um, we've just seen a sad story with the collapse of FTX, and there are a lot of people who have lost life savings. Uh, the employees of FTX were pretty much lied to um, and were 
kind of coerced into investing back into the company so that they could, you know, just soak up some more money from them. And uh, there's just a lot of people who are who are hurting from this. Please be wise, uh, be smart. Um, crypto is not going to make you a billionaire. Uh, crypto has the potential to make you a millionaire, but it's going to take a, a fair amount of investment and it's going to take a fair amount of time. And it's going to take you uh, not panicking and selling when it goes down and learning to take a little bit of profit when it goes up and learning that this is a, a long game and and not a short game. And and if you can and if you can play by those rules, if you can have that kind of self control, um, then you can be a successful crypto investor. But if you think that you're going to take your, uh, you know, your four hundred one k and convert it into Ethereum and, uh, you know, leverage trade at five x, uh, you're going to lose all your money and you're going to be a sad, sad individual. Please, please don't do that. And that's it. Uh, a sad week. Um, so uh, be careful out there. And I think there's some buying opportunities uh, coming up. This is not financial advice, but for me personally, uh, you know, Bitcoin under fifteen thousand and uh, Ethereum anything under a thousand bucks is is a buy for me. It's a black an early Black Friday deal. Early Black Friday deal. Yeah. All right. Well, if you haven't already, give us a rating and review, and a like and a follow on Twitter at the underscore cryptocracy and at on Instagram at the cryptocracy and stay cryptic. Yeah.